0: Okay this is Nick Briggs doing Ninth Doctor Okay you ready Oh god
1: Empty headed Hello
2: I'm the Doctor <laughs> hey, What's going on round here That doesn't matter All that matters now is finding out what happened
0: <laughs> Hello I'm
2: the Doctor <laughs> Hello. It's like you just watched it's like you, you fed like the first line of like rows, like the the first like few lines into like a algorithm hello. and it just yeah. hello <laughs> It's so good oh my god You've just like increased my motivation to listen to the like big finish audios like fourfold. That's so good.
0: Uh, my dog is now smiling at me, wagging your tail. <laughs> good <laughs> Hi. Excellent. Hello. Okay. Um. So, what usually happens? Don't you mean hello? Hello. <laughs> hello. God. <laughs> it's so bad. You
1: know, me? Nick Briggs, great man, has done much more than we have in our lives. At the same time, <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> goes multiple ways. It doesn't mean everything he's done is
2: quality. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, what usually happens is I'll introduce it and then I'll throw it to Michelle and then Sam you introduce yourself then and then we get going cool um, cool so five four three two one hello and welcome to <laughs> <Dr>. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: sorry I'm sorry oh
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah um anyway welcome to Potter Who cast where we talk about Doctor Who, Torchwood, Sarah Jane Adventures, Class, K9 and all the other shows in broadcast order I'm David I'm joined by my dog hetty this week she's looking at me uh a bit disappointed in my life choices i would say but she's other than that she's doing well aren't you aren't you she's whacking her tail um
1: today i'm joined by michelle and look at me i'm stupid (laughs) i mean that was just as good that was just as good as the hello (laughs) yeah we should do this entire episode and, and those impressions. What did, what, what did you think of the episode? I thought it was bad. It's
2: working so well. With the like profile picture you have on Discord
1: because <laughs> it's, it's a it's a gif of Kermit, and it's uh, whenever I talk, the gif animates, and the gif is just Kermit's head, Kermit's displeased face vibrating with anger.
2: I'm <laughs> glad you drew my attention to that. That's excellent.
1: So it's like hello. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um yeah i'm sam anyway hello (laughs) god hello (laughs) you've ruined that word
0: for me now (laughs) um dog update she just came over and gave me me her paw to shake so i think she wants to say hello again as well (laughs) can you hear her panting on on, i
1: I actually can yeah
0: yeah she's been um you've been struggling recently haven't you she's been having problems with Bits and bobs, you have, yes, you have. Um. Anyway, today we're talking about uh episode episode six of series one. It, no episode, oh, I always do this, cause I always forget that. Saladin is the episode five, episode seven of series one. Oh
2: yeah, because of the two parter. Yeah, oh. uh,
0: the long game. Um. But before we do anything, I say hello to Sam and. Asks, um, how he you gone to Doctor Who where I let this dog out of this room very quickly?
2: <laughs> yeah, very valid. Oh my god, very valid question. Um, I mean, look, I s-
1: maybe it's just maybe sorry, maybe it's just me, but my editor brain is going like that dog. The background noise is gonna be <laughs> your editor dangerous. brain is going,
2: mm, the dog, <laughs> the, the dog, dog is the imposter. <laughs> um yeah I started watching Doctor Who as soon as the revival aired like I I hadn't watched any of the classic series it was just something that was like kind of in the periphery I kind of liked science fiction stuff already to like a small degree but um when the show started airing I remember my mom being like oh it's it's probably quite scary or whatever but I just thought it looked interesting so um I sat down at that first broadcast with the I don't know if you guys talked about it on the episode, the weird like broadcast error that happens like halfway through, where like Graham Norton starts like talking
0: about his, t- <laughs> okay. for, like, halfway through the episode. Um, we didn't, but we talked about um, the novelization, where actually, funny enough, there is a joke about that in the novelization.
2: Rose. <laughs> oh yeah, was that the one that came, oh came my
1: out my like, god I'm so happy. whenever I'm so happy I bought that novelization. I am so excited Mission- for you to get here. Michelle uh,
0: excellent. bought that because we spent most of the episode talking about how Clive gets shot in the head and his head <laughs> is blown off. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> glad,
2: yeah, I'm glad you're hyper fixating over that as much as I did like, re-watching the episode <laughs> when I was
1: 13. I was like, oh my god, Clive just gets like glocked, what the hell? He, here's, the, here's the thing, the funny thing about it is, in the episode, so for the listener it's been what, like seven weeks since then? But in the episode, I was like, "I just bought the book," and everyone laughed, like "ha ha ha, funny." And I was like, "No, no, no, I just bought the book." And David laughed again. And then at the end of the episode, David messaged me like, "Did you really buy the book?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> I bought the book." Like, <laughs> excellent. Oh, um,
0: before we do anything else involving books or TV or whatever you call it, uh, I wanted to get some few basic, basic facts. Um, broadcast 7th of May 2005 uh, a good year I think um I don't know I can't, I can't even remember 2005 that well uh, written by Russell T Davies and directed by Brian Grant. Do you two know who Brian Grant is?
2: I don't actually know.
0: Um, I think I said this to you Michelle before. Brian Grant is famous for directing uh, music videos which you can tell by how often. The camera goes into this weird kind of handheld thing. That um, makes a, a lot of is sense. The, yeah. This is the old There's one a lot shot. of like weird
2: fisheye lens stuff, especially yeah. with the editor.
0: Um, he directed Physical, Living Newton John's music video for <laughs> Physical. He also directed the one two punch of How Will I Know? and I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me for Whitney Houston, which I feel like is a much bigger achievement than directing this. Um, <laughs> in, Jesus. In <laughs> Hello, Brad. Um, <laughs> oh, I want to dance
1: with somebody. <laughs> I can't. want to feel the mood with somebody. Um, <laughs> um, the thing is, I, we haven't said what we're imitating, and I don't think we should say what oh, we're no, imitating. No, because, no, because it's funny if the listener doesn't know what we're making fun of.
0: It is, but that's also a really good um, like pre-credit stinger, like a cold open. Yeah, uh, if, if we're so inclined. Um, it's a better
2: should... cold open than this episode, so I'll say oh, that.
0: Y- yeah, I mean, I, I think anything that doesn't involve Adam Mitchell trying to act <laughs> is, is probably be- better than <laughs> Yeah. What if Adam had come in and been all like,
1: hello? <laughs> <laughs> hello! Oh my god, can you imagine that the, the episode of series, I, I think it's 10... Where the master, where Missy pretends to be the doctor, but instead it's Adam Mitchell going hello, doctor.
2: Have you what seen that? Then? <laughs> There's that great edit on YouTube where it was like, um, it's it's the scene where like the master's like revealing, like the Johnson master's revealing himself, and he goes like, and you wouldn't remember Britain's f- uh, former prime minister, and he takes of as Harriet Jones, <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes Harriet
1: Jones, prime minister. <laughs> uh harry jones so good i love your harry jones have we have you recorded the episode harry jones shows we haven't right we haven't i mean we have of course it's come out this is oh yeah yeah Yeah. timey
2: wimey we recorded order (laughs) um
1: usually
0: i do the five key points but to be honest with you i can't be bothered all right here's the five here's the
1: five key points i'll do it i'll do it this time all right uh, point number one, uh, Doctor and Rose and Adam show up in space. Point number two, the Doctor's like, someone's weird. Point number three, uh, Simon Pegg is hamming it up upstairs. And then point number four, he's working for a, a virtual butthole. Uh, point number five, uh, nip- they a, blow up a, the butthole.
0: No, 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 no. It's a nipple. I think we're, I think we're agreed here. It's, it's, it's not a butthole, it's a nipple.
1: I thought we were all in agreement I'm, I'm, that I'm, it was not- a worm. <laughs> And, uh, and like I said, point number five, they blow it up and that's it.
0: There you go. Well, you know, well now you know. Now you know.
1: Now you know. There's absolutely <laughs> nothing else to, of value here. You, you don't need one here. Uh, uh, hot take. Oh,
0: you hear that sizzle? You hear that sizzle? That's a hot take cooking. Um, I think it's a good script. I think if it didn't have a charisma vacuum in the middle of it trying to. Handle the more dramatic stuff, I think would have worked fine, but unfortunately, it has the the world's most befuddled actor of all time. I want to say, in Bruno Langley, trying to perform anything close to a good performance. Yeah, what else was Bruno Langley in? Was he in like uh, Street or something. jail? He was, he's in, <laughs> no, he's not, in, he's not in jail anymore. Oh, he, he, um, <laughs> what. He, <laughs> Bruno oh, you Langley, don't know? I think it is. Bruno know. Langley is not a good person. Um, oh God, Bruno! Langley, oh no!
2: Oh no! I'm looking it up.
0: Yeah, um, he now does. I actually looked at it before we recorded. So I want to see what he was doing. He now takes photo. Uh, he's a portrait photographer now. 65 pounds an hour he charges. I, I I saw that in some kind of tabloid thing that came up. But Bruno Langley, um, yeah, was in Carnation Street before this. Uh, is not a good person. Um, not a good actor either, but that's beside the point. Yeah, um, that, that does mean...
2: explain... Um, the Coronation Street connection does explain why he's on Russell T Davis's, like radar though.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think he's... I don't,
1: know, I don't think anything. He's bad. I think he's just... <laughs> he's just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think terrible. anything. <laughs> All right, here's here's what's interesting. So this episode aired on May 7th, 2005, correct? So people were tuning into this episode and they had just heard the news that Alan Thicke had just gotten married to Tanya Kolo. They also (laughs) had just heard the news that... uh, Hold on a second. The the website I'm in broke. (laughs) Give me a second. Um, They also just heard the news... Oh shit! Hold on a second. You're gonna cut this. You're gonna cut it's all being, this.
0: It's <laughs> being edited as we speak. Some uh...
2: He's typing furiously on the computer. Oh, uh, hold on.
1: They all—they had also just heard the news. They had also just heard the sad, sad news of the death of uh, Peter Rodino, American captain and politician, and uh, United States oh. congressman for New Jersey from 1949 Not to Peter 1989. Rodino. And Tristan Egolf, American author and activist, but Ooh. I think really the worst part, the worst loss, was Otino Tenorio, Ecuadorian footballer. I mean, to go from from the long game, the long game, to part, hearing about how Attilino Tenorio died. I mean, dude, what a sad day for human history. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this episode. This episode is <laughs> really bad. Um, <laughs> it's just bad. You know is this weird? the first? Sorry, go. No,
0: I was going to say, it's weird that, um, so I know like directing and obviously acting are fundamentally different strands of being or whatever, but that Edgar Wright says, you know, I'm not going to be able to direct this episode for Rose, but Simon Pegg's like, sign me up for frosted tips and standing around <laughs> on a soundstage for, <laughs> also Simon Pegg also, um. Narrated series one of Doctor Who Confidential, which seems like that's right, very, yeah, a very kind of OTT thing to ask him to do, considering like the minute that comes out. He's box office, yeah, whatever.
2: I mean, and then it was Anthony Head after that, right?
0: Yeah, and then it was uh, Mark Gatiss do the season, and then they had uh. they had someone else for series four, and then they had with the vampires from series five to. That and then they cancelled series six, so they didn't have to, have to worry anymore. Oh, Mark, wait! I said
1: one of the vampires from series five. What? I'm su- I'm surprised. Matt Gatiss was available for Mark, Doctor. Who? Oh,
0: oh, I can't believe they got Mark Gatiss to do something for Doctor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he's bound by like a
2: blood oath or something.
0: Not anymore. I don't
1: know. But- Mark Gatiss. Now- <laughs> Mark Cadis accidentally almost uh, crashed into the Doctor Who's car when he was young and he was like, I'll pay you <laughs> back in <into> acting. And, <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, Doctor Who <laughs> is like, Mark. Uh, Mark uses
2: the, Tardis is the Doctor Who's car. <laughs> <laughs> the Doctor Who has a car and it is Mark- called the TARDIS.
1: Mark Cadis <laughs> crashes into the TARDIS and echoes
2: <laughs> and out, 12,000. Hello, you owe me now. <laughs> I own you. <laughs> no, he crashes into the TARDIS and David Tennant goes, What? <laughs>
0: Oh, Lord.
2: yeah
0: <laughs> god I gotta, i'm gonna load that up again i gotta, I gotta hear that again I, um michelle you were saying something f- beforehand i'm sure was about this episode and how much you love yes talking about
1: <laughs> um is it is this the first bad episode of the new doctor who
0: um i think you're forgetting there's a two-part here well before this which is actually... i know i haven't
1: <laughs> so so you know clearly i have already put my opinion forward for aliens in london and world War 3 because you know you already recorded that episode but let's imagine hypothetically that i haven't seen that one yet yet again i haven't rewatched that one uh, <laughs> what was that <laughs> Uh
0: pay no attention to, to what has happened is <laughs> <laughs> that your pocket eccleston <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> we saw
1: what you did finding out what to pterosaurs. That's not good, is it? Probably not. No. Oh. <laughs> probably. Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. <It's>
2: like, <laughs> it sounds. Like, it sounds like Homer's impression of Mr. Yeah. when he goes to the post office. Hello. Hello. My, my name, name is, is Doctor Who. <laughs> I believe you have a letter for me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, Doctor. Who what's your name? I don't know. Finding
0: out what happened to Rose.
2: That's not good, is it? Probably not, no.
0: Hello.
1: I'm those empty Hello, I'm the doctor.
0: Hello! Look, here's
1: here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. Um dear Nick Briggs, um, you have done so much. Dr Who and I think and and I just want to take this moment to you know really thank you and I, I think you've written some wonderful stuff and I think you've acted in some wonderful stuff and I honestly think Doctor Who would not be what it is without you today and to that yes. I'm literally thankful as someone who is a fan of Doctor Who I'm literally thankful for your work and you're inspiring and you're an, idea, and you're an icon you're an icon you're an am you're an icon to me and I aspire to be half as good as you are that being said this was not a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to be honest. Mr. Briggs, we need to be honest. <laughs> just like... to the two hands, like, mate. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Probably not. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs>
2: Hello. Um, I can't believe I hadn't heard that before now. What on earth? Uh,
0: Funny enough, that's the last time... I think I was saying to you, Sam, earlier on. That's the last time Bruno Langley's ever played Adam in... Uh, Anything to Doctor Who is uh, in that audio.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Well, oh. at, least, <laughs> at least he's uh, not the worst <laughs> thing. R- Nicholas Briggs <laughs> not the worst thing in that. Good to know, you know. Yeah. Okay, can we actually talk about the stupid episode? All right.
0: Um. Okay, so the thing is, I think it has a lot to say. And I think it says what it has to say. And I think it kind of works that way. But I also think it's kind of just... There, like I was thinking earlier on, out of all the series one episodes, this is the one I think that has the least, like, footprint. Because even, the, I think Father's Day just doesn't exist. But um, even then, like, Paul Cornell comes back. Even though you could argue that Paul Cornell didn't actually write anything in Doctor Who. That's my, um, that's my JFK was killed by the CIA. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll okay. compartmentalize that for now. I no, guess if, if, you, if you if you look if you look at what Russell Thieves says in I think it's in the writer's tale he says it as well that he rewrote so much of um family blood and human nature that he should get the credit for it. Mm. And also, if you look at one of my favorite Wikipedia pages, unrealized Doctor Who stories, um, one of the big one of the big running themes in Matt Smith's era is um, how many stories Paul Cornell pitches are then t- uh, thrown out for not being good and or not being.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I just opened this Wikipedia page. I know what I'm Fuck. doing today. Holy there's, shit! Yeah,
0: there's at least six, I think, from Paul Cornell, where it's like the production team didn't think it was usable, or the production team thought it was too similar, or they just don't give a reason for it. Anyway. Um, if you, if you look at, like, Father's Day, whenever the cracks in time are happening, or whenever there's a paradox, people say primitive Reapers. Whereas for this, it's just like, oh yeah, there was an episode where Adam got kicked out of the TARDIS, and Simon Pegg was in it before he was huge.
2: Yeah, like, they, they kind of try to link it with the the end of the series, especially in, like, Bad Wolf, but it doesn't really resonate. It just kind of feels like an excuse to reuse the set, honestly. <laughs> um it's 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 got strokes of revenge of the cybermen from you know the old series um yeah. we used the Ark in space set but yeah maybe not as uh not as iconic i, I, I swear it's the same set as um in End of World as well like i was i was realizing when only sitting um out by that big view it's the same sort of screen that rose
1: gets trapped in um yeah awesome. Yeah, it's and funny this you, just... say, this, you funny say this episode has no footprint, because I think it has more footprint than any other episode, because I think this is the episode that made them realize, oh, shit, we can't, like, we can't, like, shoot an episode with every single episode has to be the Doctor. Uh, one of these episodes has to be Doctor Light or Companion Light. Um, like, this was the yes. episode that made them realize that.
0: Yeah, well, you say that. they. This episode started out as essentially... Um, we're going to follow Adam for 90% and Doctor and Rose for 10%. And then Russell T. Davis was on set or something and he saw, like, the first day of filming, he was like, oh, these two have great chemistry. Let's make it more 50-50 or maybe 60-40 Eccleston and Rose Just throw that in there, so, mm-hmm. which, is, which is why the Adam stuff feels so kind of weird and why Eccleston kind of feels... Uh, Looking to the future, I'm pretty sure I say this in bad wolf biting in the ways I think this is the one episode where Eccleston isn't I don't want to say bad but I don't think he's firing all cylinders I think that's because he's getting lines given to him like minutes before they shoot yeah so he's, he's kind of struggling through stuff that also isn't very good
1: yeah, um, I, I can't wait to be on that episode too. It's gonna be a oh l- yeah, lot really of fun.
0: Great, yeah, it's really great hearing all your takes on the episode. That yeah. you're definitely on that. Uh, wasn't recorded at 4 a.m. Uh, PST.
1: Yes. Um, I- I'm so excited, <laughs> listeners. This is this is our arc for the season. This is our bad wolf. It's me talking about how I can't wait to be in the last episode. <laughs> we'll just wait until you see the twist. <laughs> you're not it's gonna hard. guess what it is. <laughs> Um,
0: the, the twist may also be that the guest who was introduced on that episode shows up in an earlier episode. But I'm not quite sure yet. I'll probably cut that out. Um, Bad wolf, but, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but like, I think the commentary that it, that it gives is still kind of true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It does like, hold up. Uh, it, I think it's it, I
2: think it's better satire than what they try to do in Aliens of London, where it's kind of non-specific and like politics <laughs> and lie and, and unreliable and stuff. Like this is a bit more cutting, especially when it comes to them talking about like riots and immigration problems and stuff like that.
0: Um you know what I just remembered well actually, no, I didn't remember it now because we talked about it two weeks ago. But the fact that they killed Tony Blair like very like openly. Just yeah, that's right. Really. <laughs> it's so wild.
2: Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Because they kind of show the like skin suit or the like body or whatever. And it's just like, a, like what is, is Madame Dussard. Like <laughs> <laughs> they like burst in like they were like, oh, come on. You guys gave us the Tom Baker one for like five doctors years ago. Like we can, we can take it again.
0: <laughs> hello. And they got the... <laughs> <laughs>
2: We took him out piece by piece, holding the whole, <laughs> little Auton arm. Like
0: hello. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's just it's a weird episode, and it just kind of feels like there's a real sense of okay, this is Doctor Who. What will the Doctor do? He'll do this and that. Whatever it is, you know, there's probably an alien over there you can talk to. Whereas everything else feels so much more focused on like this is the Doctor's mission for this episode. This is his goal. This is his aim. And he, yeah. it's, just, it's just like, oh, um, there's a window in your head. Okay. Um, this is bad. I do like as well how, um, and again, I talk about this in a couple of weeks, how the one kind of thing from this episode is that this is secretly the doctor failing miserably. Because in Bad Wolf part, in the ways he realizes that like what he does in this episode makes... He worse off for the long run. Mm. Yeah, that's a very interesting thing for him to do. Well, he um, just—I, I,
1: I, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll finish the thought. I think it's interesting. You know, I think it's inter. I think it's interesting that you know there's there's consequences to this episode, even though we're allowed to believe that it, it's kind of like a eh whatever episode. But I do think the. The biggest thing I got from this episode is that it's kind of fucked up how this went from relevant social satire in 2005 to irrelevant social satire, and it has now looped back to relevant social satire. Like, what does it say about it?
2: This is an episode that came out before most social media
1: was a thing. Uh, Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, when this came out, the media is keeping you complacent. Very relevant, mm. and then social media came out, and everyone kind of uh, assumed that that was over. They're like, "Oh, that's so silly. That's over." And yeah, now we're pulling back to that. <laughs> now yeah. we're fully back to. Oh no, wait, <laughs> this is actually. <laughs>
2: um. Yeah. It, well, it's like freedom of, of information has become um a bit more of a curse now because now anyone can write anything and just put it under the most heinous headlines. Um. Yeah. Not to get too down on the episode or <laughs> anything, but <laughs> it's not like <laughs> we have thoughts the about the media. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to say um, it's it's quite funny how the Doctor kind of swans off at the end of the episode and acts like nothing of consequence is going to come from this. It's a bit of a Time Lord victorious moment, I think. Um, he just kind of goes, "Ah, oh, it all sort itself out. Timeline's back to normal. Bye."
0: Well, he's got to, he's got to jump a guy with a. Door in his head in his mother's house first and let him be dissected. Um, Yeah, he's he's gonna
2: leave things in like a horrible situation like twice within like two minutes.
0: He has to set up an IDW comic, uh, (laughs) what like seven years from now. Um, (laughs) we should we should talk about that. That's that that's just a weird moment in general. Yeah, our prisoners in time where, um. It's quite clearly Adam, but they try and make make you think it's Adric for the entire, entire run. So it's it's Adam, and then
1: prisoners of time. The comic where, where all the doctors mourn Adam. <laughs> no, who, because who wouldn't? Who Kinda, wouldn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: was he was companion true. You know that's that's the takeaway. He, he he got tricked by the master in like one of the simplest um cons of all time. But you know he was smart. So so b-
1: basically okay, i'm thinking a lot about this. Like why why the hell why does this feel so bad? I think it's because i think it's because he, the character of adam it's like they don't know what they want to do with him. I read i read up that originally they were going to give him additional motivation. They were going to be like actually he has a disease and he hopes to let it occur or his mother has a disease and he hopes to learn his dad a cure. Disease, I think is what it was. Yeah. yeah. But then they removed that. And then they were, And It's like, what do you want to do with Adam? Do you want to tell the viewer that there are consequences to time travel? Because the episode after this does it much better. And because we don't care about Adam, he was a secondary character in Dalek, and he's a secondary character here at best. Because we don't really know about him, and we don't care enough about him, and he's poorly he's acted his actor is not that good too. It just feels like I don't know. It feels it, it feels like it it feels like the show just kind of like, I don't know, this guy? We gotta fill an episode with something. But this guy here, let's see what happens when he goes to the future. But also I don't know. It's just so poorly conceived. In the sense of like it doesn't seem like they planted it enough like they built the base enough like like they really had some forethought in this and it just feels like Adam was there to make a point a very weird point a very poor point a very poor point too but Adam was just there to make a point and nothing else which again the problem is next episode they do the same thing with Rose so it's like yeah yeah I I will say
2: there is something interesting about seeing Rose about how Rose sees the Doctor come so down on a companion, say um, for sort of violating the rules of time and then she directly does it in the next episode and I don't think that's like a plot hole or anything, I think that's sort of that's the start of the arrogance of Rose, we start to see emerge in series 2, whether that's intentional or not, I don't know, but um, especially at the end of this episode when the Doctor and um, Rose leave Adam, you, you kind of see that arrogance um, come out in how he's like, oh, I only go for the best. And he just laughs and leaves him. Um, it's, it's very like that Series 2 chemistry in my eyes.
0: Yeah. Um, I have something else to say.
2: In this world, the next and a thousand worlds beyond. Big finish.
0: Big finish. I thought that would be. Oh no, no,
2: no! And the man in the strange clothes is not what I would call a hero. Thrones, <laughs> stay oh God! Closed. Stop! <laughs> Please stop! <laughs> Jesus.
0: Okay, I think. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about in this episode, or do you want to talk about? It's
1: funny. It's funny. I really uh, highly praised uh, Murray Gold in like the first episode of our show. But here, when the shops open and he just goes like... <laughs> I mean, the, the, it's like... The, the, like the Pokemon
0: anime music that he plays. As-
1: yes! Like, you know? <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I was trying to figure out what the deal is with that. That's quite funny. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. It, that gave me strokes of
2: gridlock, actually, with the um the market stalls opening up. I do have a weakness for sort of like mundanity and like fantastical or far future settings. Just being like, oh yeah. Like London market stalls are just like still a thing. Like you still got Cockneys in like the two hundred thousand. Like I don't know. There's something just fun about that to me.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I will say as well for two thousand five CGI, the brain stuff was pretty good, especially the way, it could, the, especially when like he has to kind of clink the little the metal bits and the way that kind of reacts to his touch um hello um do you want to (laughs) do you want to play the TARDIS wiki game or do you want is there anything else you want to talk about
1: Simon Pegg it it sucks that he's probably never going to come back to Doctor Who uh
0: he almost and that
1: this is what oh
0: I think we talked about that he um he was he was he was offered Pete Tyler and he said
1: oh no I mean I mean like after this you know I know but he could have because you know
0: Peter comes back, and he's he's in Big Finish, I'm pretty sure. So you know you could have Simon Pegg. actually, speaking of Simon Pegg and Harriet Jones, it's kind of weird that like Peg is the first Sean the Dead person they get. Well, no, no, well, no, he isn't. Her, uh, Penelope Wilton is. But like, in terms of the people from Sean the Dead, you think would be in Doctor Who, that Simon Pegg is one of the first, and Nick Frost is one of the last. Is just yeah.
1: Hmm. Right. Well, we forget Simon Pegg. <laughs> we forget Simon, Simon, Simon Pegg. We forget Simon Pegg. Yes, Pegg. What Simon Pegg? when did Simon Pegg become <laughs> Simon Pegg? Like it was oh. two thousand four, right? I mean, even in, even he, even Shaun of the Dead. Even Shaun of the Dead wasn't that I, big. I, I think he was
2: in well, I space, think, think,
0: so. Spaced is the start of Peg, and then I think, I think Hoffa is part of the thing that like he becomes, you know, mm. Simon Peg, and then the one-two punch of Mission Impossible, and um, Star Trek is when it's like, yeah, this is this is Simon Peg, you know, Simon Peg, and how can we forget Paul in 2011? That's oh.
1: <laughs> <beautiful>. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, that's all Sam about Paul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rowdy, Paul twenty. Tardis wiki game. Tardis wiki game. Um, okay, so this is Tardis wiki game. Uh, every week, one of us goes onto the Tardis wiki and finds a real life person, place, or thing, and whoever else is on that week and the listener at home has to guess what it is based on clues that are taken from what the TARDIS wiki says about this person, place, or thing. Okay, so this week, this week I picked, up, I picked something special that, um, I don't know, it, it, This it's, it's technically two things, but it's under the one umbrella of this. Okay. The Brigadier was aware of what the titular character of this video game looked like. Mel Joseph played this game on his computer. Mickey... Had a copy of it either on his PlayStation or Xbox, along with GTA and Gran Turismo. Um, Martha once compared the Doctor's hair to this character's general thing. Um, this is like, this is the real kicker. This character has interacted with the Doctor in the video game
1: Sonic. <laughs> it is Sonic
0: yeah. I was I was yeah.
2: thinking Sonic. So are we talking like was that Tenth Doctor? Well, yeah. I guess it's Martha. Yeah. So.
0: Um, I like God. how the Brigadier has played Sonic the Hedgehog
1: at some point. <laughs> that, um, is, that is very good. Do you um, think he played Sonic Heroes and he went splendid chaps, all of them
2: All <laughs> the Sonic Heroes. He, he bought he, a Dreamcast he, on launch day and never looked yeah. back.
0: <laughs> I also have written down um in issue fifty two of Archie Comics Mega Man comic, a character from this from the Sonic universe called Sticks the Badger um describes time travel as Wibbly Wobbly. Um, I think I wrote it down because sticks the badger made me laugh. I like that name, um, but yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, can I can I do it one two? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Okay, this is, this is I only have this, two this, clues this for you.
0: Be, this might be the first time I've played this game, but I'm not I'm not sure because we, we've recorded them all in order. So you know, I only have know.
1: two clues for you. I do not know if they are uh, easy clues. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> oh boy okay the ninth doctor wants this this is a real person the ninth doctor wants to describe this person as a genius and this there's a 10th doctor and martha book where they say that one of the characters from one of this person's movies sent a telepathic message to him so that this person would write him into the script as a character
0: um
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: I almost <laughs> said okay. Nick
0: it, sounds,
2: it, sounds, it sounds like what the weird side of Twitter says about like Quentin Tarantino or something. Like what the hell? He's a genius and he telepathically inserted an amazing character
0: into his um, story. What? Is it Spielberg?
1: No. You're close. Okay.
0: Is it oh Robert god. Zemeckis? Eh, who? Zemeckis? It,
1: no. It's gotta be George close. Lucas. It's George yeah. Lucas. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Here's here's some more. Uh-huh. Jar Jar Banks. He has an article in the TARDIS Wiki. So here's the thing. Jar Jar Banks is a member of the Banks Clan, whom the tenth Doctor described as being "quote unquote" very hospitable and good people. At some point <laughs> in the late 20th century, around the time George Lucas was writing <laughs> this is the Phantom Menace, George Jar, Jar Binks sent a telepathic tel- telepathic message to George, perceiving him as an idea for a character. Lucas wrote him into the script. What? The Semp Doctor wore a rucksack which featured a picture of Jar Jar. Oh my god. Screw every other
2: charge. Like that's what they should have brought the Sick Doctor into like trial for. Like for writing like inspiring Jar Jar Binks is, is, is like a crime in its own right. What?
1: No, no, no. Jar Jar Banks the person Jar Jar Binks, not the toy based on the person, but the person Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> sent a telepathic message to George Lucas so that way he would be written into Star Wars. Oh, so Jar Jar Binks
2: is like a real person in the Doctor Universe. And in the Doctor Universe, they have their version of Star Wars where Jar Jar Binks... Wow.
1: (laughs) That's that's great. (laughs) What on earth? Fun fact, the book this is from, in the book this is from, the doctor, the 10th doctor, says that he recalls watching episode 9 of Star Wars. This book was written in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's episode nine's
2: Rise of Skywalker, right? So, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm you sure he has some like, fun
2: opinions. Do you think he was
1: like, oh, What? 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 what?
0: Oh. Whoa.
1: God, Um, I love Doctor Who. What a dumb fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) It's excellent. We didn't even get to talk about
2: Suki, I just realized. Oh
0: Anna Maxwell Martin shooting um the camera like Matt Smith in the car park. Um (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes. Well, she shoots the camera twice, because they have that shot where um, the Jagrafess is, like, looming towards her. I, d- I don't know what it does. I don't know if it just, like, gives her, like, a kiss or something, and it kills her. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> on the TARDIS wiki, they've, like, captioned the shot of her, like, firing the gun with just, um, Suki meets her boss. <laughs> Which is probably one of the best, like, captions I've ever read. Uh <laughs>
1: <Ugh. sighs> Damn right, Suki the... meets her boss. Yeah, the giant did worm. He...
0: What's mm-hmm. what's the what's the Jaguarfest for? Hello, and you... no, actually, no, actually, yeah, because Nick Briggs did a voice for the Jaggerfest that got turned down because oh it was too God. similar to the Net team Just... from Series One. Oh, I
1: were so... going to say it's too similar to the Knife Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I hello,
0: I'm the Jagaface,
1: <laughs> Run.
0: <laughs> no, what? Well, what was what was the quote? It was like um, uh, I gotta load up again. Um. This is this is gonna be great today. I'm going to enjoy. Oh hello,
2: it's trouble. What are you swooping up to? Coming soon from Big Finish. All that matters now is finding out what happened to Rose. That's not good, is it? Probably not. No.
1: All <laughs> 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 Couldn't mirror that one. God. Every time oh. I think about that. I'm just gonna I think uh you know what, David, I know you're the host, but I think it's time for us to say goodbye. It is. So
0: Sam, where can people find you online? Um you can find me on Twitter
2: at Sammy underscore crow. I'm I'm very opinionated about Doctor Who sometimes. Um it's great. I, I talk a lot of crap about episodes I've never watched, so enjoy that. <laughs> um and yeah, that's that's mostly where you can find me.
0: Yeah, you do good art as well. I remember you did. Um, this must have been. Wow, this must have been six years. I know ago. where this is going. Um, yeah, it 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 was. Uh, it was a Acre Hoover with a Hoover and Doctor Who was on the Hoover. That's right, and it was Peter Capaldi because like, it was yeah. him at
2: the time. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. Like, I just did a bunch of requests back at the end of twenty fifteen, and and David uh, requested that from me, and that's one of the best. Like. It's one of my Favorite things I've ever drawn to this day. Like it's great. It was also the first time I'd ever looked at an image of J. Edgar Hoover. So, giving me like some weird like political history, I guess. Um.
0: <laughs> um. Anyway, you can thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter as well at Potter Who Cast. Um, michelle they can find you on full uh watch why don't you talk about full metal yes uh, Um, you can
1: find me at michelle lachand on twitter that's m-i-c-h-e-l-l-i-c-h-a-n-d if you enjoyed me talking about stuff i don't like how about you listen to me talking about stuff i like (laughs) so go listen to full metal analysts it's a podcast where i talk about the japanese anime full metal alchemist brotherhood Episode um, by episode, sort of like this, but for Metal Alchemist*.
0: Yeah, mm. and a lot, a lot more structured. I would, <laughs> I would say, from, from the episodes I listened to, um, even though. Sure, nice but,
1: but we don't have, we don't have, <laughs> we don't have <laughs>
0: <laughs> And you're all, you're all the luckier for it. Nah, no, so. I think
1: we're sadder <laughs> because we don't have it. I wish we could.
0: Oh, uh, you know, I've listened to episodes without having seen the show, and I'm wondering if I should just watch the show. Even though I'm not, I'm not
1: the like well versed anime. Just Maybe do it. Will. Yeah. Um, just, just put it's, please, a, it's please, on Netflix. Just boot up a Netflix and go. Hello.
0: <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm
1: here with um, Eric.
0: Please, please don't use this as a watch along for when you're when you're watching that for the first time because it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Um, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify. <clears throat> you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your. And bobs from as they say, and leave us a review because we love reviews. And you know, if you want to say hello, um, I'm not going to do it again because my, my voice is really going. Um, just you know, say hello. hello. Um, but next, hello, um, next time, you've uh, next time, take me to the church because we've got paradoxes and time loops and bats, I suppose. They're, yeah, they're bats, they're, they're, they are bats, the Reapers, I think. Um, can I add, can I end with a good joke? You can, but I want to say first thank you for listening, and always remember.
1: That's your cue. Oh, what does Elton John I, say when you ask him if he wants to watch an episode of Doctor Who?
0: I don't know. What does Elton John say when you ask him what he wants to watch it when he wants to? Oh God! <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> right, take take on that, lads. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh yeah so thank you for listening and uh why was, is there is there a comedian in the crowd i, I think i see one there um yes me, you tell this story? what does
1: elton john say when you ask him if he wants to watch an episode of doctor who i don't know what does he say he says take me to the pilot <laughs> <sighs> goodbye